I want to talk to you about, we are, in September we're doing what we call, we're calling Better Together Two. We are one body in Christ. And that is, uh, Better Together is what we're calling our relaunch of small groups, life groups. If you're not in a small group or a life group, we want to encourage you to get involved in one. We would really try to help you start one if that's, if that's the God plan. Whatever the God plan is, we want to participate in the God plan. If you're in a group and the group is not an ACF group, we are okay with life-giving groups, okay? So we're good with, if it's giving, if you're sharing in the life of Jesus, we want you to share in the life of Jesus. That's what our groups are for. To be, we are one body in Christ, to be one, to, to come together as pieces, parts of him, to manifest his glory in the earth. If the church exists for anything, the church exists to be the body of Christ and do what Jesus did in the earth, bring glory to the Father and to walk around and bring God to people. That's what we're here for. And a critical part of doing that, a critical part, a life-giving part of that is, is doing groups together. We're reminded that God is love, but love is demonstrated. Love is shown. Love isn't just some ethereal, mushy thing. Love is substantial and tough and durable. And like the Bible says, it bears all things, believes all things, and hopes all things. We have an experience with relationships that often predisposes us to either turn off to groups or turn on to groups. And sometimes to, to be, it, it, can be, it can go both ways, and sometimes we have both. But this God that we serve has made us one in him. Because as we know, his word, he reminds us that because he is love, he is sending this message that we exist. He calls us a royal priesthood, a holy nation, to show the praises of him. And there's a way that the praises of him are shown through us, not just through me. I've come to realize that many of the promises of God that I held dear were actually our promises, not just my promises. So on the evenings of September 6th, 13th, and 27th, we're going to do meetings here. And those meetings are going to be like a, uh, we're going to have a, uh, a little bit of worship, and we're going to have a, a very basic like what are we looking for in small groups kind of a teaching and then we're going to break into a bunch of small groups so a bunch of people if you're new to us and you don't know people you will get to know people there it will it will be great it was great for it last year when we did that and some groups got started from that and it was turned out to be a really a fun thing in a lot of ways and we expect we expect for it to be a fun thing and as as i've said and i want you to hear it there's something, you and I pray for things. We, we pray and ask God, help me, lead me, guide me. And, and uh, do you know where God puts guidance for you, help for you? Do you know where he puts it? He puts it wherever he wants it. And one of the places, so he puts it in a lot of places. Like you have a prayer closet. Go into the secret place and shut the door. He puts things in your prayer closet in that secret place. So if you don't have that place, you're missing stuff. You can scream for it, cry for it, shout for it, but you're not getting it because he put it there. And he expects you to go there for it. But some of it he puts in a meeting just like this. And some people don't like meetings like this. 
for a lot of reasons. They have the reasons, and I'm not shaming them for those reasons. I think I've, I have the same reasons for not liking it either. By the way, I'll just say, I've had my reasons to not like church, uh, whatever that means. But I want to tell you, I, ch- I, I did church, do church, and continue to do church because church, there's something about it that he likes. And, I'm try- and I've tried to stay with what he likes instead of like, wait a minute, that wasn't fun, that kind of a thing. But some of the things that he does, he puts, he puts in a, there's a couple more places. One of the things he puts is when you, like he gives you a leading of some kind. He just tells you to do something. You, you just kind of feel it. Maybe it's so clear and it's commanded or a verse jumped out at you, but sometimes it's kind of vague. And as you obey, this thing that you need comes back to you. And, if, and so you say, no, I don't do that. I'm not that person. The Holy Spirit knows better than you do what kind of person you are. So stop telling him what kind of person you are and let him tell you what kind of person he made you to be. And so you say, okay, if that's what you say, that's what I do. And you get these, we want answers to prayer. We are loaded with answers to prayer, and we could be way, way, way overloaded. More, Lord. We could be way overloaded if we would go there. And another one of those places is in a small group or maybe not terribly small group, or maybe very small group. And, you know, I don't, I don't do that vulnerable thing, right? I, don't, I just don't do that. Well, when you don't do that, then he puts something there. He calls, he calls us, for we are one body. And he tells us that every joint is supplying. So church is not supposed to be me or you or somebody just getting downloads and then just pouring out and then going home like, whoa, I am exhausted. It's supposed to be I'm pouring out and it's, things are pouring in. We are not supposed to, that, that, that's like, that's not, it turns out it's not healthy. Like when, when I give all and nothing, but, but nothing comes back in, or when I receive all, and I never let anything out. That, you got to step there. Like, God, turn it around. This, that would be a place for some to repent. God, turn it around. This, uh, we pray over this box, this party box, I call it, the party box. And we're seeing answers to prayer from the party box. And in the party box are a bunch of names. Names of people that, w- that w- we love in some way. Many sons, many daughters, many family members that aren't loving God, living for God. And so they p- we put their name in the party box because God, we know God wants to have a party for them. But they don't know that yet. So, so we're praying, and we're praying for the grace of God, the power of God, the love of God to break loose on them in, in, a, in a fresh way, reveal Jesus to them. Yeah. We're praying, I'm praying, I'm praying that the things that are blinding them will come down. Yeah. That the power, the veil over their mind will come off in Jesus' name. That spirits that are tormenting them will, have, will be silenced and shut up and they will hear the love of God for, in a fresh way. Maybe for the first time, maybe at, after a long time and they will hear those things. Well, we're believing for that. But here's what Holy Spirit reminded me of today is that many of our connections to people in here, if you're one of those like I am that has put names in here, 
is that perhaps God wants to demonstrate that something through me too, not just through somebody else, but through me. And that would be called Paul's repentance. Paul changing. So that, and they see the change and they say, God's alive. So we say we're one body, so I bless the party to increase in Jesus' name. And I just do appreciate what George said, Pastor George, when he was with us, when he said, when he said, whenever you invoke the name of Jesus in faith, something is happening. So I expect something's happening. So let's take a look at some things here. In Romans 12, 4 and 5, for as as we have many members in one body, Holy Spirit, I just am believing, I am believing that you want to make Jesus more real than ever before to us and through us. That you are, you are yearning to increase the outpouring of love over our community and to our community. Not just through ACF, but through your church, through your body. You are hungering to walk streets that don't generally get walked on by believers. You are hungering and yearning for people to be prayed for and touched that aren't touched in our community. You are yearning to get into offices, to high places, low places, and every place, and you are yearning and hungering to dispel the darkness and bring more light, bring more of your glory. And Father, we want to, we are choosing, we hear your call, we hear the, that word you, you said, uh, The harvest is plentiful, the laborers are few. Pray that the Lord of the harvest would send forth laborers into his harvest, and those are his disciples. You said it to your disciples, and that's what disciples do. Step us into that. I I bless that to come alive, God. Not Not just in some external funky way, but deeply in the heart. The love of God must live in us and take us to places that we wouldn't normally go But we're here for one reason, and that reason is because the love of God is here. God, you're loving somebody. You want to love somebody through me, through us, and we want to cooperate with that. And God, I know you can grow that in groups. That's what you intend to grow. You don't intend to grow us inward-focused people. You intend to grow upward-focused people. The upward call to hear your voice and be responsive to you, that's what we're seeking to grow. And I bless that to come alive and grow more and more. The upward call of God that's on every one of us. Hallelujah. The upward calling of God. Paul said, I press toward the mark, the prize. Lord, if we're after the wrong prize, That's a good place to repent. I press toward the mark, the prize of the upward call of God in Jesus Christ. Wake up in Jesus' name. As we are many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So turn to somebody and say, we need you. (laughs) Turn to somebody else and say, we need you. So we need you. So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. You might feel that today, and that's great if you do, if you feel it in the best way. And if you don't feel that, that's true. That's true, and we want the truth that you have a place in the body of Christ, that you have a place in relationship with other Christians. 
We say, I used this graphic a year ago, similar, I modified it a bit. We say that we're better together. And I want you to understand, our better together is in Christ. It's not just in us. It's not, we in and of ourselves can fight and bicker just like, just like anybody else. We can, have, we can have great family times or terrible family times and dysfunctional family times. Churches can do dysfunction. All caps, okay? So, but God says to us, particularly, particularly those that get a little frustrated with us, he says to all of us, no, I want you with another. I want to bless you through your brother, through your sister. I love your brother, your sister. I can't tell you how many times God has reminded me of when, when I would come for my broken heart and for my needs and for my help and I'd come near to him and in a sense want to get up on his lap and, and, and I would feel like he would say, that's great. And then he would say, I want this person on my lap too. And it would be somebody that I'm not feeling too good about. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like, so I'm, I'm good with that. Like, I, I hope you can be comfortable with that and get comfortable with that. And if you're struggling with that, I want to read you just a verse that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, by the way, of the devil as well. The other wind, not the wind of the Holy Spirit, the wind of other spirits. And moving, being moved about by the wrong spirit. But speaking the truth in love, this is a we verse, not a me verse. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him. Isn't that what we want? I hope that's what we want. I want to grow up into him who is the head and his name is Jesus, who is the head Christ. From whom the whole body, that's you and me, Joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, I need you. Did you hear that? I need you. We need you. They need you. The community needs you. They need to see, the, they need to see Jesus, and they'll see Jesus in flesh and blood through you and me. As we are knit and joined together, being pulled up into the head, and then being redistributed, called the body of Christ, his hands, his feet, his mouth, his eyes, his ears, hearing, seeing, moving, activated. We are his workmanship. We have been activated. That's workmanship created for good works to do. Be his hands, be his feet. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. This is Ephesians 4. I was reading verse uh, 14, 15, 16. Every joint supplies according to the effective working by which every part does its share. No slackers in the body of Christ. Come on. Give that a shout. No slackers in the body of Christ. Come on. The effective working. Every part does its share. It's good for you. It's life for you. You want life in you. Life must come out of you. Or you just get stuffed and stagnant and stuck. The answer to your prayer to have more life is for more life to flow to and through. Not just for it to flow to. If you just sit there hoping you're going to be in a state where you feel more life, that's not the dream. That's not the answer to prayer. That's not the blessing to the community. That's not Christ in you, the hope of glory. It becomes Jesus as we partner with him and move with him. We need to hear. We need to be edified. But we need to be edifying. We need to be building whatever it is he wants to build. We need to be partaking of his kingdom. And that's what I hope we're doing in Life Group. He prayed for it when he said that all 
that they are. I don't pray for these, but those who will believe in, from their testimony, following them, like the book of Acts and those that were added to the church, that they all may be one. So he was praying on that day. He was praying for you and me, but he was also praying for our community. He was also praying for our extended families. You can't control them. He won't control them, but he will call them. He will draw them. He will slap the devil around that torments them, and he'll use you in prayer to intercede for it. We don't have to let go, but we do not control them. That's not the dream. That's not how it's supposed to work, that we somehow collectively find a way to use God to control them. It's not how it works. He calls them, and their hearts are hungry for real life. They don't want to be dead on the inside. They don't want things all messed up. They might be hardened up. They might be in a, in a really stupid state like I was in once many years ago where somebody confronted me, said something to me about drinking, and I said, you know why I drink? I was talking about alcohol and drunkenness. I said, because I love it, right? And I threw it right back. But there was a hungry heart in here that really was not comforted that really was hidden and hurt and walled up, was not free. I wanted freedom. They want freedom. You want freedom. And something about our gatherings pokes and picks at areas that need to be poked and picked at so that we can get free. Don't underestimate the value of your change to affect the prayers you've prayed and the names you put in this box in the spirit realm as you respond to god he knows where your heart is he knows who you love he knows what you're praying for but as you cooperate with him heaven flows through you and the place where that prayer request lives is fertilized and watered with holy spirit hallelujah that they also may be one in us that the world may believe that you sent me the glory which you gave me. I have given them. Come on, he wants to light up our times, our church, our small groups, your small groups that don't have ACF attached to them, whatever it is, if it's in Jesus, he wants to light it up. I want it to be healthy. I hope you want it to be healthy. The glory, the demonstration of who he is in his heart coming alive that they may be one just as we are one. I in them, you in me. He's talking to his father, you in me, that they may be made perfect in one. Complete, perfect means complete in, in being one. Which one? Jesus. We may be one in Jesus. That one. That the world may know, that the world may believe and that the world may know that you have sent me, Jesus, and have loved them, demonstrated through you, through me, encouraged and birthed and growing through small groups. Among other things. It's really important. If you've, if you've, never, if you've never made a commitment to be a disciple of Jesus, I just ask you to consider that's really what he's actually after. In other words, a follower. Pastor Josh, a few weeks ago, was talking about consecration. 
I expect this room and people watching online is filled with people that have made commitments. Commitment, commitment, commitment. I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. I'll try, I'll try, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Loaded. But consecration is much more, it's not as rampant. Consecration is, I am yours. Consecration is, you gave yourself to me. We demonstrate that, among other things, at the Lord's table or communion. And I give myself to you. You become my bread, and I become bread in your hands. You were broken for me to feed me. Now I am broken to feed somebody. There's a lot of joy in it. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of joy in it. It just isn't necessarily, your banker doesn't necessarily say, wow. He could, and it happens. God blesses finances. But God also says, I've got, I've got spiritual gold for you. And we believe in him. A verse I used last year, which is such a great verse. The purpose of us. We, the church, are his body. We are his body. The hands and feet, the flesh and blood that Jesus walks around the earth in, that's, that's you and me. Doing it together is how it works. For two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Pastor Shane, Brother Shane, he's not in a pastoral office, definitely pastorally called. His message last week, and he talked about, he talked about Malta and about, have you been to Malta? Oh, sure you have, right? It was good. I'm just thankful for that. But he opened up a story in a part of his life. By us working with that, by that testimony of where is my place of refuge, God? And by us becoming that place of refuge for people, us becoming that hospital for people, us stepping into some of that mess and challenge, that testimony can go out. Testimonies like that can go out because it works. God heals, God delivers, God saves, God restores people. And he'll use you, he'll use me to do that. Now, thanks be to God, 2 Corinthians 2.14, who always leads us in triumph in Christ, who always, did I say always? Always, always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. We are um, those plug-ins. We can either stink bad or stink good. But we're given off an odor. So what, what fragrance? He calls it this, the fragrance of heaven. The fragrance of love. And if you've loved, if you've really loved and worked through some things with people, you understand that it's not wimpy. It's not weak. It's not dirty. It's strong. It's beautiful. 
It's more powerful than hatred. There are people that I believe saw, will see Shane's message. And they will, knowing that he was, he is loved and received after a mess, they will say, there's hope for me. That's the testimony that we can't get just by doing it ourselves. Because there really is a deep craving in people to be loved and accepted. So <clears throat> I'm going to, um, this is where I'm going to stop. Do we know this? Do we know, do you know that we are better together when we are in Christ? Do you know it? Do you know it enough to work through something when you need to work through it? I'm just telling you that it was pretty radical changes in my life that, that may not have come if I hadn't worked through it with some people. We say it's common in this church to say, you know, we thank God for the ministry of this, wh whether it's life group leaders, and I do thank God for them. And for if you want to be a life group leader, I want to know that, and we would like to work with you and help you get there. We would be glad to do it because we believe there's many leaders in the body of Christ, not a few. We believe that we all have calling, that kind of thing. If you want to, we, we might not be able to get there in a week, but we'll get there. We'll help you get there. We want to. We want it to work. We want the life, the love of God and the life of God to flow through your life. There were times, so, and we've, there were times when, um, like we've said, just uh, thankful. I know we've said it, when, said it when we, uh, within the last couple of months, when we put our hands on a few new deacons and just bless them, thank God for their ministry. But if me and deacons hadn't worked out, worked out some stuff, which wasn't easy because I was part of the problem, I don't know if we're here in this room. I don't know if I'm here in this room. I don't know if this building is here. But we work through stuff. And I love that God doesn't give up on me when I'm blind. I, f I felt like Holy Spirit quickened this to me, so I, I need to say it. Blind spots stop the love of God from flowing through you, and there's a cure for blind spots. It's called other people and trusting somebody to actually tell you something. Let them see. When we're in a group, you don't have a blind spot. I mean, you have one, but you're known in that group. You get known, you're known. They're not surprised, generally. It would be very, very unusual if they get to know you that they're going to be surprised. But you might be surprised that they know what you struggle with, even though you haven't exactly told them. Because blind spots are evident. And if we actually want our blind spots, we want a deal. And I don't know if you do or not. I can't, I can't speak for you. I hope you do. I want you to. I want to, but, but it's not exactly like the most fun thing you ever did. Water, safari, whatever. The fun never stops. Like, tell me about, who wants to tell Pastor Paul about a blind spot? And it's like, that might not be like the most fun thing ever. But if you love me, and 
And even if, maybe even if you don't, I'm being honest, maybe you're just mad at me. I have benefited from people that were mad at me and said it in anger. I have benefited from that because I didn't like the tone, didn't feel good, it hurt. But there was truth in what they said and somehow Holy Spirit helped me hear it. You're getting robbed if you're not being transformed into the image of Jesus. You're getting robbed. And one of the places we might be complicit in the robbery is how we handle relationships. It's not always easy. An arbitrator can't always make it work. Well, we'll have Pastor Paul arbitrate. He could do do this. You know, it's like, maybe not. I I did that once with a, there was two very dear people to me and they were at it and they were leaders and they were at it, and it was not pretty. And so I called up a mutual friend of a man of God who they both loved and respected and admired, and I said to, the, to this brother, I said, brother, you've got to come, and you've got to help. And like, what? And I said, brother and brother are at it, are going at it, right? And it's, and it's like a mess. It's, like a, it's out there, and it's, and it's difficult. And he burst out laughing. He burst out laughing. He's, and, I, and I'm like, I'm like, <coughs> what is wrong with you? You know, I'm thinking like, what? Like, I thought you were a man of God. And he said, you, had, you, you think I actually have control over either one of them. I don't have control over them. And, and, if, and if people aren't ready, no. We don't have control over anybody. We're not trying to control anybody. I, I really can't stand conformity. Like the outside pushing in, saying, act like this, dress like this, do like this, move like this. Don't need it, don't want it. But being transformed, becoming more like God, I want it. I want that. In Jesus Amen. So let's stand together. Maybe you've gotten people rash before and you are susceptible to it and have your way of doing it, do it keeping from getting it again. That isn't a Holy Ghost way. But I'm, I'm asking us to invite Holy Spirit in Something he's, God spoke to me last Sunday as we were in worship. And I just was hearing it. I know it's true, but I was just hearing it. He was saying to me, to me, and, and not just for me, he was saying, tell my people to bring it all with them when they come into worship. Bring all their baggage. Bring the whole mess. Bring all the agitation and the stuff. Bring it into my presence. Talk to me. Let me sort it out with you. Let me help you. Stop hiding. In Jesus' name. Father, I bless my brothers and sisters today. I thank you for them. And God, maybe there's repentance that needs to happen today. I think there really could be. And I bless that repentance, that, that doing, doing my hurt in my way, 
which I've done a lot of, instead of bringing it to you, it led me to codependency and a lot of other dysfunctional behaviors. And to the degree that they're done and over, which I hope is significant, I think is significant, I'm grateful. But God, maybe I'm not done either. I believe that you love this, love us so much that you want to share your life with us. And you've said what is complete, can be so baffling to us, you've said the best way to do it is by putting you together. Do it with others. It'll glorify you. It'll testify to others. It'll facilitate the transformation. And it will expose stuff that needs to go. So God, we welcome this season as in September we begin to step into relaunching our small groups. And better together, I bless that God to do things that I can't, I can't do as a leader. I can't make them happen. But Holy Spirit, you're welcome to just stir the seeds of love. Stir the seeds of hunger for growth in Jesus that lead us to work together, lead us to share together, lead us to that place to, to become more and more the, the uh, testimony to Jesus in the earth. We are the body of Christ. We are one body in the Lord Jesus Christ. And anyone, God, that you're, put, you're, you're knocking, Holy Spirit, you're putting your finger on something right now, I, I just bless you to have it your way with them. I bless them to hear what you're saying and to trust you, to trust that the situation and the hurt that came through people is not the final word. It's, it's something the enemy's using to rob you of stuff. But there's healing and help and hope and there's life for you and we want you to have it in Jesus' wonderful name. God bless you all and if you want prayer this morning, please come and we'll pray for you. And uh, coffee bar is open. Enjoy. God bless you.